You are listening to episode number 24, an interview with Jessica Francis, creator of the With Joy and Song YouTube channel. Happy July, everybody. I hope you're having an amazing summer like we are. As you can see, since I haven't been on the podcast or even on my Instagram, really, we've been having way too much fun this summer. And I hope that you guys are doing the same. Although I must say technology is amazing. I have seen that our podcast has now reached 10 different countries, which is like mind-blowing, so cool. So maybe it's not summer for you guys, and maybe you're in the middle of school or whatever, but whoever you are and wherever you are, I hope you're having a great day and a great time, and we have an amazing episode for you today. Now, I know I told you guys that I would have an interview for each month this summer while my kids were home from school, and obviously that didn't happen last month because we were just having too much fun and I'm not even sorry. It's been so great to just like get off the grid and go on vacation and do fun stuff. Um, but I have one for you this month and next month and maybe even another one that we'll be able to squeeze in if I can get that interview in. (laughs) So, um, anyway, I hope you guys just enjoy this. We've got a great introduction, a great conversation, and I'm excited that you get to be a part of it. And I hope that it is helpful to you. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Today on the podcast, I'm so excited to have a friend that I met at a creators conference in October. Her name is Jessica Francis, and I'm so excited to get to chat with you about what you do and kind of some advice and tips you have for me and for our audience. So welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Let's just start off. Just tell everybody who you are and um, kind of what your family's like and all the good things. All right. Sounds good. So um, my name's Jessica Francis, and I have a husband and a lot of children. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Kind of complicated. People ask me how many children I have, and I never know what to say. I have eight children that live at home. I have a daughter who was a foster daughter for a while, and she's a young adult now, and she lives nearby, so she always visits us for holidays and every every Sunday dinner and stuff, so that would make nine kids, and then we also lost two kids. One was a miscarriage. Um, I was pregnant with twins and lost one of them, and then another one was born early, 23 weeks, and uh, only lived for a few minutes. Oh, my so, so if we count all of them, that's 11, but I'm raising eight of them right now. That's amazing. <laughs> so that's uh, my family in a nutshell. They keep me super busy. I can imagine. I'm busy with my five and can hardly feel like I can come up for an, for a breath sometimes. So <laughs> I totally get it. <laughs> that's amazing. So you guys live in Arizona, is that correct? No, we're in St. George, Utah. So close to Arizona. You're in St. George. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking Arizona. Well, that's awesome. So at this creators conference, Jessica and I discovered that we have the same passion for bringing the gospel to our children and teaching them in fun and unique ways. So why don't you tell everybody what it is that you do and how you go about this? Yeah. So I felt like the Lord had blessed me with talents of knowing how to say things in simple ways to help children understand. And I kept feeling prompted to do 
something to help my children and maybe share with other families um, how, you know, just basics of the gospel and how you can apply it into your life. And so it started out with me just doing puppet show video, puppet shows with my children during family scriptures. And I noticed when I used the puppets, they gave their full attention um, versus, you know, just trying to read out the scriptures and the kids would just be all over the place, not paying attention. So oh, that's so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so I would use, I love the puppet idea. Yeah. So I used puppets in family scriptures and, um, I thought as the Old Testament was coming around, it's a harder book for kids to understand. Um, and I just felt strongly that I needed to share my puppets' <laughs> talents with others. So I started recording the um, puppet shows ahead of time for my family, and then I put them on YouTube. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to put this much work into it, I might as well try to get it out there a little further to see if other families could benefit from it. So I tried making the videos um, more professional and uh, more planned out. And that, that was totally out of my realm. I had never edited videos before. Um, I didn't know anything about lighting or videography, anything. So it was a very big learning curve, but it was great. We've well, certainly come a long way because they do look really professional now. They're getting better. My family loves them. Yeah. So we we watch them and it's been so fun because a few of my kids have gotten to participate in them. And so I took a video last week of my family watching it and I need to send it to you because it was so great. We usually do scriptures during dinner because like with my busy family, that's like when they're all sitting down and they're, they have something in their mouth so they're not like <laughs> totally talking the that's whole perfect. time. That's <laughs> perfect. Yeah, so I, they're eating their dinner, and I recorded them just sitting there watching the video, and they love it. Like, my big kids all the way down to my little kids are just glued to the TV when they're watching it. So it's great. And then you have, I mean, I'm just interjecting here. You have, like, spots to pause where the kids and the family can talk about certain questions. But we found that even before you get to that spot, we'll pause it, and we'll be like, hey, what did she mean by that? Or what are, what are they saying? And also, I'm trying to remember, what is it? There's a silly little animal. Oh, yeah. We have a little ape called Big Chunks. <laughs> yes, Big Chunks. My kids love that. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that was my my little friend. So my daughter and her friend. My daughter's eight and her friend is nine. And they are two of the puppeteers. And her friend, Macy, loves Big Chunks. And she it was her idea to start throwing Big Chunks in there. And she always comes up with funny things for him to say. So that is totally not me. It's, it's all Macy. <laughs> but oh, I it's love great. it. It's so fun. It's fun when you have more than one brain at work, you know, and you can just add all the fun things in. I think that's what adds so much character to it. So, well, I think it's brilliant what you've done. And I hope that it just continues to reach further and further. So I want to know, like, how long does it take you each week to create one of these videos? Because when I look at it, I'm like, that takes so much time. And I can barely carve out a few hours in a week to work on my podcast, which is why we've cut it down to one podcast a month and you're doing this one video a week and I'm just like so impressed yeah there's a reason I didn't stay with come follow me because I knew that I wouldn't be able to keep up with it so you're awesome for doing that yeah it is a lot of work I do spend a lot of time with the recording I usually record with Emily and Macy on Fridays after school because they get out early and uh that usually takes half an hour to an hour depending on how silly the kids are being and <laughs> <laughs> how right. much interruptions we have from the other kids. 
But um, yeah, so the recording only takes a short time, but then all the editing, it usually takes me between 10 and 15 hours a week, I would say. Wow. And yeah, and That's that includes like marketing, trying to get the word out there and stuff. But yeah, I do spend mm-hmm. a lot of time and I, my husband actually was really concerned about me spending so much time doing this. Um, and so I kept praying, like, should I just stop? It's too much. Or, or my husband kept encouraging me to do it like every other week or once a month. And, and so I kept praying about it and I felt like I needed to keep going and keep doing it. And so he supported me through it and he helps out with the kids and um, helps out with chores in the evenings so that we can kind of make the family run, even though I'm pretty busy. <laughs> so it's, that's amazing. Yeah, it's worked out. And um, I also have my mom that helps with the kids too. So if she sees that I'm busy editing, she'll try to engage the kids for a little bit or something. So that's well, nice. It's such a good cause that you're busy with. And, and that this is one of the reasons I felt like we connected so much because there's been a lot of times when I've said to myself, like, can I just stop? Like, why are we doing this? I could still do the same thing for my kids. But I think you and I have both felt so strongly that urge from God to like, no, this is something that I really need you to do. Because, you know, I thought the other day, like, even if just one person needed my podcast, like that would be enough for me to do it because I want, like, that's my goal is to help other people and to bring ideas and simplify the gospel for children so that they can feel hope. I I was also thinking the other day, and I don't know what it's like for your family, but my family, it's crazy. And you get the pushback and then I get angry. And then I'm like, why are we even doing this? It would be more fun to just go like play baseball outside if I'm trying to you know, spend time with my family, then why don't we just go do something that's easier where we're not angry with each other, where I'm not trying to get everybody to be quiet, but it's so important. And I feel like maybe God gave me busy kids that were going to push back on this so that I would use my creative juices to be able to help the other families that feel hopeless like I do at times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Scripture time has been so hard for our family, um, but we've really made it a priority ever since our, our oldest three children are adopted. And so ever since we adopted them, we've like tried to make it a priority every day and we were struggling so much with it that we finally decided it's better to do it twice a day so they get more practice (laughs) and so (laughs) we've been doing it twice a day for probably 13 years and it's crazy but in the mornings we just read from the scriptures and then in the evenings we do more creative stuff and discussion and that kind of thing so it's oh that's so great it's hard though like try that's why we that's why I started this because it was just so hard to get the kids' attention um you know first thing in the morning they're half asleep and so they'll kind of sit still but I don't know how much they get out of it (laughs) but in the evenings they're more engaged and ready to learn but they're also their bodies are busy and so right well I love that you're coming at it from different angles because you're kind of like what do my kids need at this time of day and I do love that it's like I mean I think that's what we're all about and what I'm all about and trying to figure out from other people, like how do you infuse your home with it? And it sounds like, like they'll hear it and they'll play it or they'll see it. You're using those different types of learning. Yeah. And I think that's key to try to find everyone's pattern of learning and what works best for them. Absolutely. Um, Well, so 
what are some other things? I mean, this, this is great. And if you stopped here, I think it's amazing. But are there some other things that you do to try and infuse your home with scripture, with gospel teachings, with Christ? What else do you guys do that is maybe just simple? My, my whole approach is like doing things so that my kids getting it, like brainwashing them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess you could call it that. I'm like, I'll put this on while you're sleeping. You won't even know it's happening. And then in the morning, <laughs> I'm teasing. So yeah. But that's kind of my approach, right? So what, what else are you kind of trying to do there? Um, I have pictures of Christ. I try to have a picture of Christ in every room. And that, that started out a long time ago before we even had kids, we moved into a house and I just, there was a bad feeling in one of the rooms and I don't know what happened there before we lived there, but neighbors said it was a pretty crazy house with crazy tenants. And so anyway, we were just renting this house, but it had a bad feeling in one room and I was praying about what to do. And I felt like I need to have a picture of Christ in every room. And so, you know, even the rooms that like the bathroom, like that seems like a strange place, but I had my aunt made this tiled picture of Christ. And so it kind of looked nice in the bathroom anyway. So we try to have a picture of Christ in every room. And I think that's helpful. I also like a lot of the books that we read to the children. I've been trying to get more and more books that are gospel centered, like picture books. And there's been more and more published when my older children were little, there weren't very many board books that were gospel centered, like it was almost impossible. But now there's tons. So we we try to get books that are gospel centered. Um, Do you find those mostly at Deseret Book or Amazon even? Or like, how do you find those? Yeah, Deseret Book. um, I also ordered a bunch from Cedar Fort, just straight from their website. That was a good resource because they have sales and stuff. Um, So I got a bunch of books on sale through Cedar Fort. Oh, even Costco, at least our Costco here has tons of LDS books. So actually they're the best price at Costco. So I've been buying books and I, whenever I see them at Costco, I snatch them. Yeah. I love the way that um, things are going in the church and with the members and the way that everybody's just trying to like kids want the entertainment, you know, and not that we always need to entertain them, but when we are going to entertain them, like let's, make it wholesome and even gospel related where it's possible. I think that's so fun. Yeah. That's great. Sometimes we try to include when the kids ask questions, I try to include the gospel in my responses. Um, And I don't always, but there's a lot of times where the children are talking about something that's going on at school and I can kind of bring in the gospel and explain why we follow this commandment or why we do things differently than their friends or things like that. Just to like, it all comes back to Christ. I was just listening to the conference talk about the answer is Jesus. Like the answer to everything is Jesus. And so I've been trying to keep that in the forefront of my mind. Like when the kids are struggling with something like, well, you can turn to the savior and he can help you and strengthen you. Um, when the kids talk about like learning about things in science class that don't line up with the gospel, we talk about that and how, you know, we, we try to get as much education as we can, but ultimately everything goes back to Heavenly Father knows, even if we don't, he knows if that science method is correct or if it's faulty and made by man. But, you know, we can pray and ask God for guidance if we want to understand. And um, that's just, I don't know. I've been trying to focus on 
Christ and in our family and our discussions. So what would you say if any of our listeners are just really struggling to like figure out what it is that their kids need from scripture time or, or how to approach it. And it's just kind of an awful experience. Like I know that we all experience at times, just knowing how important this is to further God's work and to teach our children. And that home is the place where they should first and foremost, get this kind of teaching. What, what advice would you have for a new mom or even an older mom that has older kids? That's just, doesn't know, you know, even where to turn. Is there anything that you can think of that you would share in that respect? Um, I guess the best thing would be to be prayerful about it because Heavenly Father knows what's best for each child. He knows them individually, just like we do. And I, I've spent a lot of time praying about how can I help this child understand this principle. And if you have your heart in the right place, answers will come that if we can be aware of each of our children's needs, like our family is so tricky because we have a one-year-old and she's like, doesn't even understand scriptures, but she can say like, I love Jesus. And then we have 16 year old who thinks everything's boring, um, <laughs> you know, and he's like, I already learned this in seminary. <laughs> so anyway, so we have a huge gamut of, perspectives and experience and desire to learn the gospel. And so I guess the, I guess the biggest thing is to do a little bit of everything. That's what we do. You know, we, we read from straight from the scriptures, um, hopefully to help the teenagers gain that understanding and hear the language of the Bible. We, we watch the videos I make. We watch several other, um, come follow me videos that other people have created. Um, when the scripture we're reading goes along with one of your uh, podcasts. We'll listen to that and um, lots of different, lots of different things. You know, we try to like listen to some of the podcasts for older people like don't miss this with the teens, but the little kids can't listen to that. They just get lost. But, you know, if we listen, if we watch one of my Jack and Susie videos, everybody's, you know, focused or um, the MTC for kids videos. Hers are a lot longer, but they are good. And the the kids are pretty engaged through the whole 20 minute video. I don't think I've heard of those. That's fun. Yeah, they're good. Um, And then uh, Latter-day Kids is another good one. I love the video resources because they're engaging for the children. Yeah. You know, the screen kind of captures their attention. Well, it's going to anyway, right? Yeah. Like I was saying, you might as well put something great on there. Yeah. Today is our adventure day and the kids are not supposed to put on any sort of screen on adventure day. That's code word for no screen day, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Because we're going to have real life adventures. And my my five-year-old today was like, I just want to watch TV. And I was like, no, no. And he kept asking for different types of shows. And I was like, no. And he was like, I just want to watch scriptures, mom. <laughs> and I was like, well... That's not a bad choice, but we actually didn't do that because we had to go. But I'm like, I probably would let you watch that. Yeah. (laughs) It's just funny. Um, Well, I I love this so much and I love your tips and your advice also about prayer. Like that's one thing that I've found to be the most helpful. And it's funny because I often forget and I feel like I'm carrying this load by myself or, you know, my husband and I were just carrying this heavy load of like how to reach one of our children, whether it's about 
the gospel or not, seemingly, but it always, like you said, it always comes back to Christ. Like, well, this might not be a gospel principle necessarily that we're struggling with with the child, but you pray and it always leads you to a gospel principle. Like teach them this, teach them how to be calm and sit still and listen or, um, or to read or like look in this scripture or whatever the answer is. I've had such a wide range of answers um, in my parenting so far. And I, I forget that it's such a wonderful resource to just turn to Heavenly Father and ask him these questions. And so um, no, I, I love that. And I, you know, if any of our listeners are really struggling right now to know how to help their family and help their kids, like that is what I would say. Number one is there are so many great resources out there. And you just need to be able to stop and pray and ask Heavenly Father which ones are right for you and for your children. Where can everybody find you? Tell us exactly what the name is of your videos and your YouTube channel. She's got a website. Tell us all the good stuff. Yeah. So my YouTube channel is With Joy and Song. I started it out with like a family vlog and that didn't work out so well. Um, So there's Mm -hmm. lots of random videos if you go back. But the most recent ones are all the Come Follow Me videos. And you can click on the playlist for this year. It's right at the top um, on my channel page. Um, So that's my YouTube channel. And then I also have them linked to my website, which is familyscriptures.com. So if you go into familyscriptures.com, it's got the video for the week and it has, there's a lady that I, I don't even know her personally, but I met her on Facebook. She creates weekly lesson plans for her kids and then puts them on Facebook. So I, I got her permission. I take her weekly lesson plans and I just throw them on my website. So there's something you can do every day and it's meant for younger children. Um, but it's great, simple way to teach the gospel. And then I also have all my older videos linked on the website as well. So great resource. Well, and talk about, more professional videos now and how much you've learned. I went through your website and I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is very professional too, (laughs) because there's a lot of things I think about doing with scripture beats all the time. And I'm like, yeah, you, you're doing a great job. I love what you're doing. I love that you're, you know, it's just proof as you get older and you still have a family full of kids at the house that you can still learn and create and do, do extra things than you think that you can. You just have to, And I think you would agree with this. You have to call upon Heavenly Father to just help make that time available to you. And then it will be. So Yes, I I agree. It's like the loaves and the fishes. You know, we just learned about that recently in Come Follow Me. But, you know, they only had five loaves and two fishes to feed 5,000 people. But the Lord, our Savior, was able to make it enough. And he, even though I have such limited time and resources, he has been able to make me enough to be able to meet my children's needs, to be able to meet whatever the need is out there for my videos, God can make you enough too. Mm, I love that. And I feel like that actually is a lesson I needed to learn from all this today. So, well, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me and sharing all this good stuff with our audience and um, just keep doing what you're doing. It's blessing so many people. And I'm just glad that I met you at the conference and that we've been able to connect. So thank you so much. Likewise, it's been so good to get to know you as well. And thank you for having me on here. Of course. We want to hear how Scripture Beats works for you. 
So if you want your stories, ideas, or pictures shared on our podcast or Instagram, contact us at scripturebeats at gmail.com. Or you can simply just pop on over to glean all the goodies instead on our Instagram at scripturebeats for extra tips and tricks to help your family along the way. Also remember, we can do this. 